Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Hello there, I'm Paul Shahidi, also known as the Reverend Francis Seaton in this country, and you're listening to WTAF. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What? The actual fuck. Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF of this country podcast. We're back with another Top Trumps episode. I'm here with the lovely Neil. Hello, Pav. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? I'm all right. That's very kind very of you fun, to ask. You, know, you normally don't give a shit, but thank you very much for that. <laughs> and we're also joined by author, podcaster, house runner. Um, I mean, his, his, his talents are endless. Please welcome Giles Paley Phillips, a super fan, obviously. Hello, Giles. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back on again. House uh, runner is... Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily... <laughs> it's always good to see you again. It was one guys. of the things during the first lockdown that I was like, well, I was stuck to my screen watching. So, you know, it was, it was part God, of... It was lockdown year. that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, so how you been, Giles? How you, how you keeping? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I think we sort of talked off air about like you know juggles and struggles, but yeah, we'll get through it. You know, take it day at a time. It's all it's all good. We'll yeah. we'll get through. And the 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 blank podcast is going from strength to strength with a book coming out, or is it already? We out? have got a book coming out. No, it's out in March. I've actually just got a copy. Right, this isn't very good for people that are listening, but I've no. actually got a copy here. Look, wow! Um, just Ooh. it's like I sort of carry this around the house with me now. Um, <laughs> just you know. And then, you know, the children um, just get like sort of readings now and again, like, oh, kids come here, look, oh, chapter five. (laughs) Um, Yeah, anyway, so, yeah, no, it's very exciting. Um, Yeah, out in March, March the 18th, I think. So, yeah, we're very excited about it. um, So, podcast book. So, who plays you in the movie? Well, I want to know now. mm, I'm Uh, not sure. I'm, I've always liked Mark Ruffalo. So, um, okay. We'll, we'll go for Mark Ruffalo for me. I don't know who's going to play Jim. Probably like Tom Cruise or something. Okay. <laughs> My God, that's going to be a big budgeted movie. That is then. 
Well, then we're going to spunk all the budget on the on the stars, and there'll be no story, or um, <laughs> it's going to be quite improvised movie. <laughs> like ninety five percent of all Hollywood films, that sounds like that's um, yeah. should should make millions. Yeah. Um, right, we are here to discuss Len, uh, but before we do that, we have the very important um, mission of getting the final scores for Ross stroke duncan from last week's episode um uh kim said uh, for having a laugh she gave minus two saying nothing about how he conducts himself is funny obviously nothing like the real ross who we all love dearly obviously we all love uh, love ross helena said having a laugh she gave him 80 so that just shows you the 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 range that we've got from minus two to 80. Um, Helena said he looks like he's having a laugh at the pub, smiling at his phone, but we know that he's like messaging Kaylee waiting for when slugs is going out (laughs) so that they can play green sleeves and do what they need to do anyway. (laughs) Um, so here we go. Uh, this are the final scores for Ross got range was 46 peeper 54 Random Act of Kindness, 60. Cockwomble, 60. And Having a Laugh, a measly 31. So he's mid-range for the majority, yeah. um, but not the sort of person to have at a party because he's just <laughs> not going to be fun. <laughs> not going to be fun at all. Okay. Unlike the real Ross. Unlike the real Ross, he was just a barrel of laughs. <laughs> um, and I will say, uh, Giles, at one of our live shows, he very kindly wore the same pair of high heels that Daisy wore with her Swindon Town Kit. oh lovely the exact pair because he won them on a uh, uh the com- same Amazing. competition yeah he won them on the same competition that got him the part in the aftermath so uh well fair play to him fair play to him and he's i'll tell you what he's got a fair set of pins on him as well oh, We're, you know we had we, we had the, the back view and i must say it was nice it was a nice view <laughs> you know he looked very comfortable in them. He did look very comfortable in them. Okay. Too comfortable, maybe. Too comfortable. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so we are here now to talk about Len Clifton. Mm. Um, this is going to be interesting because I think there's a we've got a lot of range with Len. I think he's uh, he's like an he not, he don't only smell like an onion. He's like an onion with the fact that he's got lots of layers. I feel. Oh yeah, um, I like the way he went there. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. I'm trying to get a part in the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so who wants to go first with their little opening statement about I, Len? I can go. I can go. Okay, then, Neil, fire away. So we're going to go back in time, and Len is was born, possibly not in the village, but he's lived in the village all his life. Um, I can see him as one of those characters that has been there since the dawn of time. To leave to go and join the navy because of that time maybe it was um uh what do they call it national service you might have had to i don't know possibly uh probably did quite well came back married young had one son i've got this feeling he had one son pav there you go you wanted a role in the movie lens movie perfect choice um only for to find his marriage dissolving because of his hoarding you see um unfortunately he started hoarding quite young and filled that house up. Um, and then almost became the recluse that we know him as, the wandering misery around the village. So I would say probably from the age of about 50, he started being Dumbledore. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. Giles, what did you... Uh... Well, I, 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 similar to you, you know, I had 
uh, some sort of military background. Mm. Um, but I, I think he got, I think he got um, headhunted by um, sort of MI6. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> bear with me because I know this is uh, hard to believe. But I see. I think he he yeah he, he did sort of secret service stuff, and um, in the line of action, um, he. They, he lost someone dear to him, I think, in the line of action. And this sort of spiraled into his sort of downward, like, let's say the downward spiral and, and, and in this life of a recluse now, because I think he's, I think he's still grieving for that, that comrade that he lost probably in um, the Soviet union or something like that. It's probably like cold war kind of era. Yeah. I think he was, I, I, yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's kind of where it all went wrong for him. And yeah, so now he's he's sort of back in the village. I think he was. I think like you, he was originally from the village. He's he's obviously had a lot of ties here, but then yeah, he's had, had this sort of period of his life where he was he was off touring around the world, saving lives, and then something hideously went wrong in the in the Soviet Union, and and now yeah, now he's sort of straddled to this life of of a of a, a grieving recluse. Mm. It's interesting you say that because when he's fighting with Arthur over the bins and he picks up that that brick, you feel like Handy, isn't he? he he knows how to kill someone yeah. 50, well, I mean, 50 different ways with a brick. Exactly. That's you what know? I mean. There's, there's a killer there. Yeah. A bit like the Bourne identity. I think oh. he's slightly <laughs> forgotten that he's uh, that he used to be a killer. Maybe, he, yeah, maybe it's, he's still in there, but like those moments, he can just snap. And then all yeah. the, all oh, the military... Like all the, all the military training comes back <laughs> and and yeah he can he could just kill you with a look almost well the vicar was lucky to drive away when len tells him that he shouldn't be exactly. on there and he says leave it len and drives away the vicar could have had his neck snapped oh, like a twig yeah. just just like that yeah would have killed him with his thumb or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> his stick you're the master with his stick Right, yeah. well, so, right. I went for more of like a um, a sliding doors. I felt there was like a sliding doors moment. Oh, okay. Um, for Len, now I've got as a fifteen-year-old, Len signed schoolboy forms for Swindon Town Football Club, and he was oh. a very pro- he was a very promising centre half, and he was called up when he was nineteen for his first team debut, and on the morning of his first team debut, his mum broke her leg, so he had to rush to hospital with his mum stay with his mum and he decided to stay with his mum no matter what um and it got to the point that it took a long time for his mum to to get better he got let go by swindon town and he never kicked a football again oh man that is and he never kicked a foot so then once he was let go that he but that's when he began hoarding he began hoarding football programs to start with because it was the only way that he could get his love of football in his life um and then it just spiraled and he just let himself go he grew a beard. He put weight on. Hang on a minute. It sounded like me. Only <laughs> 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 were like the Swindon town. Um, but one thing I, I did remember is when Kerry is trying to sell him eternal vitality, he goes through the list of all the people that he's mm. lost, that he lost his brother. And he, and um, I think it was his stepson. And a few uh, of them he lost in Nam, I think. Yeah. When he was, when he was fighting with the secret service. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't Cheltenham? Hey, Hey. very much. Thank you very much. So, I mean, I think we're all saying that he's he's definitely he's not just stayed in the village and just been somebody that wanders around all the time. He's he's had a 
past. Yeah, well, he's got the mm. look of somebody, you know. That, that oh, he's lived. He's lived yeah. a life, yeah. yeah. he's lived, exactly. He's weathered. Yeah, he's weathered. And Not and, very and, well, but he has weathered. <laughs> yeah, and his beard's very nautical. I think that I think you're right. There is a there is a Captain Birdseye thing mm. going on there. So I think there is definitely I like like you. I think well, I mean James Bond was in the Navy, right? Um, yeah. So I think that's what that's what kind of where I'm thinking that Navy kind of connection, and, and, and maybe like being headhunted for the Secret Service, the Clifton identity. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> my name's Clifton. Len Clifton. <laughs> uh, dear. Right, so we're going to delve now into the characters for the Top Trumps card um, and find out what our reasons are. So orig- so the first one is Got Range. I'm assuming um, that they're going to be quite... Because he's a, he's a, in, in the series, he's a feisty guy. Mm. You know, he, he's, he's, he's quite happy to pick a fight if he needs to, especially with Arthur. So, um, Giles, what did you go out of 100? What was your score for Got Range? Oh, I went quite high. I went 80. Okay. Neil? Exactly the same. I put 80 mm. because of his military background. Yeah. He knows how to fight. You see how, you know, how angry he gets with Arthur and other people, especially like Malevolent Bird. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot about the Malevolent Bird. for me to say. Well, I said 78. So we're pretty okay, much, yeah. we're yeah. pretty much on this, on the same level because I mean, A, he's already got a weapon. He's got his stick. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter. And you can imagine if there are kids that are causing trouble in the, the village, like marketplace, he'll give one of them a whack. He doesn't care. You know, that it's non PC. He'll, he'll pick up anything, though, as we've noticed. You know, he'll pick up mm. a brick or uh, whatever's close to hand. He can, he, I think that again goes back to what I'm saying that military training, he's, he's handy with anything. Yeah. yeah. But he do you think, do you think mm. that he's good at keeping a lid? I mean, obviously, you're saying like, like there's a killer there. Yeah. Has that sort of drained away from him or is he keeping a lid on it? Do you think? I think he's keeping a lid. I think he's, he's, he's yeah, there's a, there's a fury and a, <laughs> and, and, a, and a and a boiling tension below that surface. He's keeping it. He's having to keep in touch. Yeah, I think I think it's 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 in there. Yeah, it's just it, waste waiting to burst out of him. It's like you said, like the Jason Bourne yeah um, situation. He he's got it in there, but he probably doesn't realise anymore that it's mm. still there. Apart from when the little bits come out. So like yeah. when he was a uh, uh, confronting Arthur or. You know, like you said, with the vicar, when the vicar shouted at him, I think he was quite ready to give him a quick twat round the face with his. I think you're the right. end of his stick. Was that <laughs> one of the movies, the Bourne situation? Was that one of the movies? Was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Ident- the Bourne identity, one. entity, uh, identity wasn't there, and then not entity. <laughs> the Bourne, the Bourne, Bourne very different film. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Bourne identity, supremacy, supremacy ultimatum. ultimatum. The and ultimatum would be would work for them i think yeah and yeah it's just born wasn't it and yeah. then and then to the manor born was the other yeah. one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd love one to born see every that, minute yeah, there, <laughs> you, there you go so i mean look we're pretty much all on the same level uh i think for, are, yeah. for got range so that's pretty good i think um this was gonna write peeper now I don't know whether he's a little bit naive when he when it comes to to things like that. But then at the same time, when they talk to him about the fox twins, that look on his face when he says, "I've never had sex with a fox," 
And he has that look on his face yeah. like, oh, hang on a minute, I, you know, I, I'm telling you the truth, but I'm not really. So, um, Neil, what was your score for people? Well, I, I mean, I did think about that, but I put him at 30 because he may have had his past. Well, like we said, you know, if he's repressed and forgotten things, he may well have had to, for some sort of survival method, um, shack up with a fox. Right, okay. But, um, yeah, he's got, the, he's got the edge, but I don't think he's an all-out and out, you know, peeper he's just got that maybe i'll have a little look and then shuffle off but he's too he's more interested in uh hoarding everything isn't he mm -hmm. probably stuff for his collections right okay so whether he's peeping at hoarded magazines was another thing you see we could go down a whole different avenue that is true um giles people well, i think len in his when in his secret service days, he would have slept with anything to get information, if, even a fox. If that meant like getting <laughs> getting the uh, what kind the of plans. information is he going to get out of a fox? Well, I don't know, but <laughs> he'll, he'll do anything to get what he needs. Um, <laughs> oh, so I think in the past, but that was work, and I think he does know a distinction. But well, maybe not so much these days. But I think there used to be a distinction between work and play. And I think um, I, I, I said about fifty-eight okay. because I think there's, I think he's he's there's 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 a possibility of some some crudeness, but at the same time, I think I, 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 like you know, I think he's not um, he's not an out and out peeper. He can't. He, he's he's not. He doesn't do it for fun. It's it's for work. <laughs> <laughs> You've not been talking to my wife, have you, by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds far he's too He's a professional. Familiar. He's a professional peeper when he needs to be, but when he's not working, he's not. He's not fast. So you don't think that he's got any interest in it at all? So even with well, like, with Cynthia, some, I guess, yeah, with Cynthia, that was. But was that more of a friendship rather than a physical thing he was looking for when he was falling in companionship? Love with... I think companionship only yeah 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 that's what he's okay. missing isn't it is companionship yeah. those jars of feces don't look after you very well no <laughs> that is true no. he just wanted to share didn't he he, wanted, <laughs> he wanted to share his feces and maybe get some more you know some different kind of feces for his collection yeah, it's boring exactly. to look at your own feces, isn't it? I know. <laughs> um, I, I actually went quite high. The seventy-five. I think it was the fox thing that made me think that. Okay. That, and underlying, there is a little bit the you darkness know, there. There is a darkness, and you don't know what he's hoarding. You know, mm. you you know. I don't want to say too much because, again, I, I feel like there's far too much of Len in me. <laughs> I'm saying more about myself than I am about Len. <laughs> Which is a little bit worrying, I think. Um, okay, so that's that. Right, random acts of kindness. I feel we've seen a few little moments um, with Len, but but not many. I've I've scored him quite low on this at twenty three. Um, I just I, I can't see there being much apart from when he obviously gets cleaned up by the vicar. That I feel he was just the he was using the vicar a little bit to to mm. get to get a little bit of that sort of stuff rather than doing it for kindness, if that makes sense. Um, Giles, what did you? Yeah, eighteen. I went quite low as well. Okay, right. I think I think yeah. There's very little kindness behind those eyes. It's been. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, like I say, I think he's just. Um, well, I think 
he's it, some of it's been sort of drummed out of him over the years and then obviously some bad times and he's just uh yeah i think he he, he just can't express himself in that way i think he's he's too yeah he just can't he, yeah i don't think he's got it in him yeah mm. i'm afraid mm. to say i mean I, I i love him but no See, the thing is, you love him from far away. Mm. If if he was living next door to you... Oh, no. Would you love him as much? Probably not, no. No. Would you say hello to him in the morning? I'd say or hello to you... him, but I, I'd, I, but I doubt he'd say hello back, and that's why I'm giving him 18. Right. Okay. Neil? I'm even lower. Oh, are you really? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I just you are you heartless bastard. <laughs> tell, tell me exactly. I thought I was being harsh. <laughs> I thought I was. No, because I I haven't seen anything from what we know in the series to anything that he does that is any sort of kindness, really. Mm. I mean, Kerry does. If you've seen the deleted scene where she leaves the fiver, he's quick to grab that, isn't he, and mm. shuffle off for his crisps. You know, he doesn't leave it for the next soul. He's having that. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, a kindness to his neighbour, Arthur. Where's that? There isn't any, is there? So I think he's been like that from the military age. Maybe even when he lost his wife or she left him, he's had this anger and he doesn't like people very much because he can't hoard them. Well, I was going to say, Neil, as well, he's not kind to himself. No, he's not. He's not. not until and that part in. of it as well. How can you be kind to anyone else if you're not kind to yourself first? And I think oh. that is also why he gets hated. <laughs> yeah exactly so this is, we're getting into your podcast territory now aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um but i think yeah i think you're right in in regards to see i'm just trying to think of, of other moments i mean you say about arthur with him fighting at arthur mm. when len ends up being taken away to the in the in the the um ambulance you almost feel like the two of them enjoy fighting with each other because they've got somebody to talk to. So there is a little bit of kindness in that. And that's, and they egg each other on because love is that too strong a word, but they like love each other. And when one of them, it looks like one of them is ill. The other one just sort of rallies around a little bit and sort of says, you know, get yourself better. Cause you know, you make me look good. Mm. And there is a little bit of kindness in there, but it's, it's, it's sort of masked as, them always fighting or them always bickering at each other you see i would think that was from arthur's side rather than len's side you know if we'd have put the when len's going off in the um, <clears throat> ambulance and arthur's there you know if it was the other way around i think len would be like good riddance off you go don't come do you back. think so yeah i do he's a grumpy sod that man len I genuinely do. He's I wonder quiet. if they um I wonder if they bunked together in uh, military school or something. Or maybe you... one got further than the other and there's this exactly, jealousy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's it. One what? one yeah. They're one always up the ladder. Yeah, they're always mm. trying to up, up one each. That's that's not the right way to put it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's that's a, the problem. There's, there's an unrequited love there. I mean when when curtains in the, the um the bowls club and I think is it Arthur? Is Arthur sat at the at the window, or is Len sat at the window? And the no, other one, and, oh, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Len's complaining, saying that it's like it's my turn. Yeah. He's sitting where I should be sitting. So there is this like thing where they are just they're, they're pulling at each other's coattails like every day. And 
Maybe when Arthur was married, it was uh, sorry when Len was married, it was Arthur that ran off with his um, wife. Yeah, you see, or the other way around. I mean, maybe Len's wife was originally Arthur's. Either way, that's why there's this rivalry between them constantly. And when Len is listing all the people that he's lost, he does say stepsister and stepbrother. Mm. Or stepdaughter, a stepdaughter and stepson. I think mm. um, could that be Arthur's kids exactly. that he's talking about? Oh, yeah. now we're getting into it. Now we're getting. Now we're open. Now, <laughs> now the onion is being peeled back. Now you know why there's this rivalry between <laughs> Arthur and Len. Yeah, gone right back from the dawn of time in the village when they were first little snappers at the heels. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, the, yeah. It's, it's, hence yeah, there's always been. Isn't it? And hence why they've competed through military. Uh, you see that rival is there. It's going to be there till the dying day where one of them goes. And you can imagine that they finish their military service and they don't realise that they both go off and then they realise that they've both got like a house right next to each other. And they're just like, oh, for fun, not you again. What the hell is mm. going on? Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Um, okay, so with that then, how much of a cockwomble do we think Len is? Uh, Giles, we'll go with you first. He's quite a massive cockwomble, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. <laughs> I, th- I think he is. I think he's like, he's very antagonistic. He, he likes, yeah. It doesn't matter who it is, he likes to wind people up. Yeah, even if he doesn't mean to, like, even if it's not intentional, he's like still winding people up, isn't he? You know, hence the bit mm. with the vicar, like, just, you know... Um, yeah, so I think um, I've given him 90. Ooh, 90. Wow. He's almost, he's the top trump for cockwombles. That's, that's <laughs> so, far. so far. So <laughs> far, so far. Um, yeah, okay, Neil. Well, I've gone 70 because you see all the time, he is a cockwomble. The way he speaks to people, the way he snaps at people. Um, the way he is again with Arthur, with with the two uh, cousins, Kerry and Kurt, and the way he snaps at them, you know. Look at the very first episode, the very first thing when they're singing, Mister Perkins is dead. Yeah, you know? that's right. He gets in. Oh, he's he really gets upset. Involved, he? Dumb, but uh, then again, is that, that is that being a a cockwomble? Because if I saw two people going on about, oh, he's dead, he's dead. I'd be a bit sort of, you know, I have a bit of respect, you know, um, you know, and that's all he's doing. He's saying, you but know, you'd oh, think it, wouldn't having you? a go at a man who's died, you know. You'd think it, whereas he's got to get involved and have a go. Whereas if you saw two little oiks mm. in the town, Pav, would you really accost them? I, I, I wouldn't say it. I'd be one of the <laughs> exactly. ones. I'd be one of the ones that walk away, get around the corner and go, it's bloody ridiculous. These I'd, kids today. Yeah, I think he does like confrontation yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's clear. But is that is that just a way of him feeling alive? It's what keeps him alive, as opposed to being a cock. Does it? Does the thing is, I feel that cockwombles are people that wake up in the morning, have a cup of tea, rub their hands, and go right. Who can I really fuck off today? Who can I, can I really? Doing that, do you yeah. think that's what Len yeah, would do? Yeah, 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 I think so too. Yeah, that's what, that's their so. mission for the day. I mean, I've gone sixty-five, so I've gone relatively high anyway. I'm not trying to. Um, sort of say that i don't I think, think i might have overcooked it with 90 though no i don't know <laughs> i don't know because because you know is would you want a cockwomble living next to you no i wouldn't no. so so it's got to be high it, it's and it's, i think most people will probably attest to the fact that they in their town or where they live there is a len 
type person who does go around being a cockwobble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they are, you know, I like to be, you know, I'm, you know as you know, guys, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a, I, I try to be kind to everybody, but you know, occasionally there are annoying people in the world and um, yeah, you have to call them out. I mean, the thing is, is you spend a lot of time jars on Twitter and I mean, that is, that, that's that. probably 67.5% cockwombles on Twitter, <laughs> at least, isn't it? You know, on a good day. Oh, you know. well, imagine if Len was on Twitter. He'd be, he'd be such a troll, wouldn't he? Don't you think? Oh, yeah. He'd yeah. love it, wouldn't he? It'd yeah, take him a while to work out how to use it, because obviously yeah, our course, artist's yeah. telling him that, that they don't send emails on a Sunday. So he hasn't got... <laughs> That's true. He hasn't really got a clue about social media, but at the same time, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's an average of 75. I've given that one away already, but an average of yeah. 75, I think, is is pretty fair, I think, for yeah. Cockwombled cock Ness. Fair, yeah. Yeah, you could yeah, see, yeah. like, if the, the village school was doing its country dancing, that he'd be the one on the side heckling the young kids, mm. telling them they weren't up to scratch, they're not as good as he was in his day. Or Get when they're off. going round, his stick his foot out so they trip up. Yeah. I could see him doing all of that, <laughs> throwing bits out of his beard at the kids. Yeah, yeah. See, if I if there was a if, something like that at school and Len walked in, I'd be more worried about the peeper side of it than I would about the cockwomble. <laughs> yeah, I would, I wouldn't let him in. I just think it yeah. wouldn't be well, right. Why would he no. be there? He, well, none no, of the kids there is. School, but they do the events like in the marketplace, don't they? Like the oh right. Well, it's the Scarecrow Festival as well. You know, they you know that that kind of thing. I guess he'd go around being irritating. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's the sort of person that would push somebody's scarecrow over just so his would do a little bit better. But then he does get involved. He made his own scarecrow, which he was quite happy with. Obviously, Curtin took the piss out of, but... Um, he's okay. blind to his own achievements as well, I think. You know, as, I would say that as well. Maybe he's... <laughs> he's I think... He's almost right. the Donald Trump of... Uh, this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I mean, look, we've said some harsh things about Len, but please, can we? I'll never look at him the same. I won't be able to watch any episode he's in if that's the case. Just turn the colour right up so he goes. Yeah, exactly. Orange. Perfect. He, yeah, I just think he's there's some some narcissistic tendencies. I think he he probably doesn't. Yeah, he, there's a few times where he sort of mentioned how like something he's done that's good, like he's oh, that was you know that was really good or whatever that. So I think there is that sort of not acknowledging his own um flaws yeah but you said at the start that you liked len <laughs> i do like him um i like people with flaws <laughs> and and with, with very interesting backgrounds you these secret agents yeah like exactly that, no i like him as a cat i think he's a, why i say i like him i i love him in the show and his character i don't like you say if he was in real life he would be a very challenging person to deal with. But yeah. I think as a character, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Final um, category, having a laugh. So how much of a sense of humour do you think Len has? Uh, Neil, start with you. So I'm going from how he is now in the village, and I would say 20. He doesn't find a lot of humour in anything at his age. Probably did like a laugh when he was a younger guy. But now, nah, laughing's a mug's game. <laughs> <laughs> market laughing <laughs> for kids <laughs> so i gave him a low score on that one i'm afraid at 20 okay giles what did you say uh, i i've gone for 25 very low again i think i, I agree with neil on this one i think um he finds very little funny these days 
Yeah, I've gone 18, even lower. Mm. Um, I, I, I think it's the fact that you know what his situation is. I mean, we get to the, in the end, that he's eating cornflakes out of a box on a yeah. bench and he's living in a garage. I don't mm. think there's that much to really laugh it's tragic, about. isn't it? Yeah, even when it comes yeah. to the fact that he sort of lets himself fall in love in quotation marks, if you like, and then find out that she's died. Um, again, not really, but... That's how, that's the story that he gets told. He, all the death that he's had in his family. Again, there's not much for somebody to. I don't think. Is there ever a time in the series where we see him smile? Don't think no, so. I don't. Think I so. don't think there is. Is there? No. Just trying no. to think now. But no. having said that, we're sort of obviously with his cockwombleness, um, if there's such a thing. Um, I think. Um, Perhaps he smiles behind closed doors when things have not gone so well for someone else, perhaps. Possibly you think so? whether he gets some more stuff to hoard, you know, new hoarding material mm. might make him happy. Or do you think that, so you think he's, he is like an, an evil mastermind. So he gets home, <laughs> sits like, on his, <laughs> yeah, sits on his piles of, uh, piles of newspaper and catch yeah. it and just goes, <laughs> he says, ha, I've threatened <laughs> Arthur with a brick today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in his, like maybe, say, not, maybe oh, his life's so tragic that maybe, no, I mean, I guess as we're sort of saying about this, uh, I mean, he's such a tragic figure as well, isn't he? And uh, maybe we've given him too much, um, too much like malevolence and the fact like, that he maybe he these aren't sort of things that are intentional and actually a lot of this stems from just this pure sadness that he has in his life or maybe he feels that with all that he's done in his life as a super spy or whatever it is he feels yeah. that he's night this is what this is his penance this is what how yeah. he has to pay it back but he's always got in the back of his mind when he's talking to somebody I could kill you with my little finger if I needed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically what gets him through the day. I mean, that's you why know. he's storing up all that feces is some sort of uh, um, explosives. Extracting the gas from yeah. it all. Yeah. All, the, all the methane. Because it's funny. I was just thinking that that you know, talking to somebody. Uh, I've always had this one thing I've always wanted to do is when you're talking to somebody halfway through the conversation just walk away just, just and, and and wonder what the person that you're talking to would do how you would react to that i don't know am i the only one that's ever thought about doing something like that i'm thinking that's happened to me actually <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it, already. it wasn't me no i've always wanted to no. do that i've never had the balls um i think i have had that happen to me at an event before like a book event when there's lots of people obviously around that someone's just gone off. And I think I've just thought, I think you just, you're in shock. That's the right. Most, that's the first mm. thing. Like if I remember correctly, um, is the shock of someone just leaving halfway <laughs> through a conversation, but then thinking, Oh, well, okay. Obviously what I was saying wasn't very interesting, but yeah, you'd yeah. have to be quite a strong minded person to actually do that. I think that's why I've never been able to do it because I think Uh, I would, I would have to turn round and obviously during hugging times, go up to them and go, I'm really sorry. And give them a hug because I'd feel so guilty. But I think, Mm. yeah, it's one of those things that I would love to have the the confidence to be able to be in full conversation with somebody and not go, I've got to go now, bye, but just turn like, 
sort of what is it 90 degrees or whatever it is 45 de- oh is it 90 degrees yeah 90 right, degrees yeah. and just walk off and just maybe a little glance back to see what they're doing whether they would follow you and go well what's going on or whether they would just 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 oh, decide no, to walk off back you'd have to just keep walking yeah you? i don't think you could look back because i think that's yeah i think as much as you'd want to i mean i can imagine you'd be feeling their eyes burning in the back of your head <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> You'd have to walk. I think you'd have to stride very confidently away as well. I don't think you could sort of saunter off. Right. You'd have to like really own that moment. Yeah, determined. Away <laughs> you go. But I the mean, one, <clears throat> go on. I was going to uh, say just back to Len. Um, thinking about how the series was and how he progressed, the vicar changed him and gave him his makeover. Do you think that changed his life at all? Was that the start to his recovery where he finally might get a place to live again and he gets the help for the hoarding that he needs? Uh, see, I don't know. I, don't, I think Len's too much of a of a person that is stuck in his own rut now. I think he's gone. To, it's too, too long too in far? the tooth. Yeah, I mean, because to give him a shave, I mean, you can't polish a turd, can you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. And, and to be honest, Len has tried many times. <laughs> yeah. tried that many times. Yeah. So when he's got all of his all of his feces lined up, he has the yeah. polished ones and the yeah. unpolished ones. <laughs> it's like an in tray and an out tray. <laughs> I, I I fear that um, as much as I'd like that to be the case, that this was a sort of new start for him. I do unfortunately think he might return to type. Mm, yeah very, very quickly as well i think probably quite rapidly yeah because i think with the fact that he found love and then lost love so quickly and so tragically yeah he would think well what's the point i'm just gonna yeah. I'll, I'll grow i'll grow Ooh. my beard again and also because the vicar left to go to bristol so he has a yeah, mentor that was going to turn him is, around. yeah yeah there's, there's so the another person something. in the village he can't physically assault yeah, so the vicar's got something to blame for his second t- downfall <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that bloody vicar yeah He's ruined all their lives. <laughs> yeah. Wonder what my score for him with a cock one will be. Going up. <laughs> we can only go up to 100. <laughs> okay, so we've got our scores. So right. got range is 79. So quite high mm. uh, for that. Uh, Peeper, 54. So middling. Random Acts of Kindness is 17. Uh, cock Wombat, 75. Um, obviously, Giles's score bumped that up quite. Yes, quite, quite no, that's fine. Uh, and having a laugh is twenty-one. Yeah. So you know he's got a couple of high scores there and a couple of really low scores, um, which is interesting. Um, I think that's that's quite a good range uh, for somebody that um, could kill someone with a toothpick. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to tell him that he's a cockwombo. I'll leave that to either Giles or Neil to to break that. <laughs> break that news to I'll, him I'll, I'll send him a letter i think yeah well, he'd probably never get it because it would just be piled up with all loads of other letters <laughs> yeah, in front of his house. I'll get to that later. <laughs> neil can just send him a message on a jar of feces he'll, re- he'll yeah, read that i'd love that yeah. <laughs> a fox's feces he would love that right so listeners it is now down to you to send your um send your scores in forgot range people random acts of kindness cock womble and having a laugh neil how can they send us their info? Well, first off, they can do it on all of our social media by dropping us a message with your scores. Uh, to find us, if you're not already following us on social media, is This Country Pod. 
to it's at this country pod you can also email your scores to us and uh, if you want to describe why you came to those scores we'd always like to hear at wtaf this country at hotmail.com and also if you go to the website wtafpodcast.com wonderful and as i'm sure you all know giles is a top class podcaster and a top class writer so uh giles do you want to tell everybody all about your top class stuff (laughs) (laughs) oh well that's very kind of you to say i'm top class well um i'm just wondering what score i get in the cop wombles and the uh anyway yeah i've uh should we should we we go into that now should we should we just go You might want to wait till I've done this little bit of spiel. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, no, um, Blank Podcast, yeah, um, it's been going for quite We just had our 100th episode, which is crazy. Wow. I know you guys are on, are you up Are you up to 200 now? Uh, no, 100 and, this is 165. Okay, so you're getting close. So we're, we're getting there, we're getting yeah, there. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it, when you think... It's crazy. Like, you've done all these podcasts. And it's, so that was really crazy, and we were very lucky to have... Um, Sir, St- I'm going to say I'm going to call him Sir Stephen Fry. He probably should be a knight- knighted, but yeah, so Stephen Fry on the podcast for number 100, and then we set ourselves the challenge of trying to get the Obamas on for number two. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jim and I were like, who are we going to get for number two hundred? And Jim's like, what about the the Obamas? I was like, okay, yeah, that'd be easily easily done. Um, so yeah, I don't think it'll be the Obamas, but hopefully we'll get someone good for. Them. Well, I mean, they're on they're on Twitter. You well, never who know. Knows? You never know, do you? You never. Um, know. So no, uh, fantastic um, to do the podcast. Been loving doing that for the last couple of years. Um, and obviously, it's about those difficult blank moments in life. And um, yeah, we get to talk to some amazing people. And uh, we've just had a book. Um, we've just written a book. We wrote that sort of beginning of the first lockdown. And um, that's out March the 18th. And it's, yeah, it's just talking about and looking at some of the themes that come up in the pod um, that we have with with various people about their own blank moments and, and how they come out. And that can include po- imposter syndrome, public failure, social anxiety, grief, um all these sort of things that um i think most of us can probably resonate with something um along the way so yeah so yeah um really excited about it coming out awesome well we'll put a link to the podcast and to the uh, book i'm assuming it's Thank on you. amazon amazon and places Please, like you that. can pre-order it right now and i think if you pre-order it on amazon it's probably cheaper because they're bit naughty like that so do support your local bookshops as well absolutely but we will put links on there for for everybody to better get their hands on it no problem at all Um, and do what i was gonna say and do subscribe to giles's podcast it's well worth it absolutely that's very kind absolutely really appreciate your kind words thank you awesome um and also uh come and be a patron peeper Go to WTF, no, uh, patreon.com forward slash WTAF uh, and come and help support the podcast. And the la- the last live show, WTAF for the farewell, is November 26th. Uh, just go to the website. There's a, a link there for you to be able to get tickets. Uh, there are still some tickets left. I think we've, I'm not oh. sure how many. I think we've got, yeah, just over half sold, which is pretty good considering it's November that we're going to do it. Um, and that's going to be fun. We're going to play this country bingo and we're going to have some, hopefully some special guests. Uh, so that's all good. Uh, so there you go. Wonderful. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, pal. Thank you, Giles, for joining us. It's been great to have you. You know, yes. and, and when we work out another way of doing another podcast, we'll have you on again because. Oh, thank you. You know, I feel like you have to, should have a match ball or something now because like you've, <laughs> you've been on hat trick, yeah, yeah, yeah three times. So um, no, no, it's a real pleasure to be on with you guys, and I, I love the pod, and I, you, you guys are great. So thank you, thank oh, you thank so you, much, Giles. Giles. Thank you um, so much. Please stay safe and uh, take Likewise. care, uh, and everybody else out there, go and get plumbed, you fuckers.
<laughs> Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.